Hello. My name is Gareth Rafferty. If you're listening to this, you're here for my podcast. Last week, I spoke about quite a few things, and it's going to be the same this week. Over the past few weeks, I've came up with a lot of things that I can put in this podcast that I have found useful and may also be useful to you guys. Last week I spoke about getting stuck in the planning stage and actually also doing the opposite and jumping the gun and going ahead of the little things that you should be doing and doing the bigger things first and that working in chronological order is sometimes better. I spoke about staying true to yourself and what you want to do and not letting other people hold you back. The fear of failure was something else that I spoke about and the student mentality about relying on parents and being lazy. My name is Gareth Rafferty and this is Building From The Bottom. Over the past week I've had quite a few people, quite a few new people listening to my podcast. So if you are one of those, or you happen to have came to this podcast first, I'll quickly tell you a little bit Mm -hmm. about the reason why I'm doing the podcast. So I started this podcast because I'm a 19-year-old student at the University of Derby, and I am going to be, and currently in the process of, building my own business. This business is going to be a social media marketing business, and hopefully in the future I hope to expand into design and advertising and branding. And this podcast is basically my thoughts and what goes through my head and the questions that I have and the answers I get. Because I believe that there's lots of big entrepreneurs that are making podcasts about how they started but you can't fully understand because they're not at that position now. Whereas my podcast allows you to understand and to resonate on a level with someone that is at the beginning and I'm going through the same things as what you guys will. So that is a quick overview about the reason why I started this podcast. I have several points this week, but I'm going to start on something that I mentioned last week and it's also in my head. This has also been in my head this week about the people around you and who you surround yourself with. Now, in my diary, I have put supporting elements around you and not letting them influence your decisions. This basically means that I've realised over the past week not to let people influence me as quick. Whether that's me asking someone that's already got a business a question or a family or a friend that's giving me tips and advice, not being so quick to take that advice is something that I would advise to you guys.
And I know that will be slightly contradictory, but this is what I have learned over the past week because I am very quick to take advice and it's something that I need to work on because sometimes the advice that people give isn't always the best advice. And especially if they give you advice on a particular decision, especially if it's a big decision, then thinking about their advice before you take it straight away and maybe even get a few more people's advice is something that I would advise. I've just realised I said advice so many times. Apologies. The next point is knowing your worth. Now, this came to me after going to a networking event on Friday, just gone, and there was a speaker there talking about the price of your products and setting a price for your products and services. Now, he spoke about, say, well, he basically said that it's easy to discount yourself at the start, offer some services for free, and basically charge lower than what you're worth in order to promote yourself and get a few clients. But actually, the best thing to do is to charge what you believe you are worth. Because it's very easy to charge someone a small fee and not get paid enough for your time. Because that can be demotivating and it can make you try and rethink your decision about starting a business. So make sure that you're setting the price of your products and services so that you're getting paid enough for your time. It's basically what I'm saying. And I also learned that it's okay to be expensive. And you will soon find out if you're too expensive because if you have a meeting with a client or a potential client, sorry, and they say, and they're trying to haggle with you and lower the price. If you stick to your price, sometimes people try it in order to see whether you will budge. Because who doesn't like a discount? But if you stay on your price, quite a lot of the time, people will go for that. As most of you will know, um, Moving on, as most of you will know, on Wednesday I finished my internship. Now, this was an internship at a big, well, a f the business was small, but they did big, large scale, large format graphics. So they did wall designs, floor designs, they could even wrap a table and refurbish a room if you needed that but it was cheaper than getting refurbished because they wrapped it in different colours, different coloured films, different texture films, 
that sort of thing. And this business was called MX Display. And if there's any students listening to this or people thinking about trying to get into a new career, I spent 100 hours or maybe a little bit more at this business. And I have to say it was really, really worthwhile. I spoke to most of the people in the office and I definitely introduced myself to them. And I, towards the end of the internship, I had some really deep business conversations about clients, about brand guidelines. That's something that I didn't even know about. And about business plans, which is going to follow soon. So I would definitely say that an internship is worth it. But you need to make sure that you're in a business that matches you and your personality, if that makes sense. So go with people that are like-minded to you. And for me, MX was great because they the whole point of their business is to make more creative ideas and workspaces. And they wanted these workspaces to inspire the people that are in them. So the fact that I was there, I like inspiring and creative ideas and thinking outside of the box. So going to this internship, I felt that that fitted me. Even though it wasn't a social media chain or it wasn't a media company. I helped them with their social media and I did a really good job at it. And I wrote a few blogs and I helped them in some of their meetings and I gave them a really good idea for their own workspace. So overall, yes, I would say an internship is worth it. But just remember, one, to find a place that matches you and what you want to do. Because it's it's easy to take an interview and not actually want the job. And point two, talk to people and make yourself known and get as much advice and knowledge while you're there because you never know when it will be useful in later life. A previous point that I mentioned was the business plan. So this came on my mind after speaking to some people at the internship and we had a deep discussion about a business plan. And actually I've spoke to several people this week about a business plan and whether they're still as needed, if you will say that, and whether they're still needed in business. Personally, I would say that business plans aren't as important because there is people that are building businesses and are being really successful, but they don't own a business plan. Now, if you like your stuff organized and formal, then a business plan is your way to go. But if you have your idea in your head and you have your goals, just jotting them down on paper 
and have a strategy down on paper is useful. It doesn't necessarily have to be the formal business plan of lots of pages, lots of writing. It doesn't have to be that. You can make it as creative as you like. Um, and it, it's basically helps you to find out where you're going and what you're going to be doing. But as long as you have a strategy in your head, you don't need a 10-page business plan or a 20-page business plan. You can have a one-page with brief notes about where you're going to be doing, what you, what are your deadlines, etc. So that is my point on the business plan. If you guys have any thoughts about a business plan, that would be really useful to hear because I'm quite open to suggestions about my ideas. The next point as well you might be interested in is business cards. I like to go networking. I like to network and meet different people. Not just online but also um, face to face. And I often get business cards. So I thought, yes, I need some. After speaking to my mentor about this topic, he told me that you don't need business cards and especially as I'm a social media marketer I can just ask them if they have LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or whatever and then connect with them that way rather than handing out physical cards however some people might not have social media so I did buy some business cards and I took them to my networking event. I handed out about five, but I also connected with, with them on LinkedIn. Therefore, I found that if they didn't really use LinkedIn, but they still wanted to get in contact with me, that they could still have the option. So it made them more open to both. And I do also include my social media on my business cards. So if I didn't get a chance to add someone, and I had to run, I could throw a business card at them. Not literally, but throw, like, give them a business card and then they could mm -hmm. follow up or I could follow up in the future. Again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on whether you think business cards are still liable or whether they're just a waste of paper and not worthy anymore. My next point is the importance of meeting people offline. This links very closely to business cards. And because I am a social media marketer, because I'm a social media marketer, I believe that it is really, really important to meet people offline because it's very easy to get used to a screen. But meeting people face to face is a completely different skill and that allows you to it allows you to boost your communication skills and meet new people too because you, you can do it online you can get used to being in on a screen but looking someone in the face and seeing their emotions is a completely different skill and we all need to be able to talk to people
And also, just another point to add on to that, it's easy to think that you're good at meeting people, but then you haven't done it in so long, and you go to a networking event and get thrown off completely. It has happened to me in the past. Some people have asked me questions, and I have gone completely blank. So keeping this skill up is definitely a good thing to do. The next point is expectations of yourself and not just not just from your perspective but also from other people's perspective. Initially you need to look at what you expect from yourself and what you want to get out of life because that's something that you always want to strive for in everything that you do to make sure that you're getting closer to your expectation of yourself making sure that you're moving towards that but also the expectation that other people have of you well this can vary depending on who you talk to but I would say put yourself first others are great you can help other people on their path and you can meet other people's expectations but don't limit yourself to your own expectation of yourself as well as other people's expect expectation of you and helping people along the way is great because you get to meet new people and bond but overall you need to have this overall aim that you're still moving towards. Now you can spend time helping people reach their expectations, but you need to keep that in the back of your mind that you are working towards something. And if you do reach that expectation, which I hope all of you do, don't stop. Don't stop working, don't stop drawing, whatever it is, don't stop doing it because you've reached what you want to reach. Reach something bigger. The next point is be appreciative of life and not just your own life. So this point came to me when I was walking back from my run and to, and to my run this morning. It's about a 20 minute walk that I have each way. And, well, I have a whole story which I'll tell you about soon. But appreciating your own life and appreciating that your life has its goals and it's going to have its ups and downs and appreciating who you are as a person it's very easy to judge yourself from what you see on social media and it's very easy to follow the crowd 
and go to that party or go out clubbing every week, whatever. But appreciate your life and your life values. And don't drop your values for anybody. And what you believe in will be tested at some point in your life. If it hasn't yet, then prepare for the struggle and prepare for the battle. And if it has, you will know that it is a struggle and it is a battle. Being appreciative of other people's lives in what you do is another great skill to have. And appreciate that other people have their own paths. And that sometimes it's easy to get into something. And whether that's a relationship, whether that's a friendship, whether that's just hiring someone or getting into a into business with someone but if they decide that they want to leave or they need to leave because it's not satisfying their life values and it's not getting them closer to their aims and goals you need to appreciate that because it takes a lot of strength to tell somebody that they need to leave because they want to progress more towards their goals and what they are currently doing so just appreciate other people and that everyone has their own paths and sometimes your paths will come together as one and you'll travel on the same path but the majority of the time it might be you splitting off or they might split off but you're most likely not going to end in the same place I was walking to my running spot this morning, as I just mentioned, and I saw three baby ducklings, and they were all in a line following its mother. They got to a point where the mother was quite far ahead, so she stopped and turned around and waited for her little ducklings. The one that was in front of of the three ducklings was swimming its its legs were swimming really fast however it wasn't moving very fast and it was quite slow whereas the second and the third ducklings were quicker than the first one and they were all in this line And due to the first one not being able to swim as fast, the second one bumped into the first one. And the third one bumped into the second one. But they still stayed in their line and they still stayed in form. And they stuck together. And this made me realise that it is very, very important to have people that will well have people around you that will help you when you're not the fastest of your friends. To help you when you're not 
progressing to help you get through a problem that you are stuck in and to help you achieve your goals in life and you should also be willing to do the same when you meet a set of people that are striving for their goals as much as what you are and sticking together and working as a team is highly important because everybody has those days where they can't be bothered they want to but they can't be bothered to strive towards their goals and everyone feels lazy and it's always great if you have someone there cheering you on saying come on you can do it and it's always great if you're cheering somebody else on saying come on you can do it and then they do it and they're really really happy afterwards I also realised that even though the first one was slower of the three ducklings it didn't stop that duckling from swimming now you are going to have friends there and you are going to have people around you all the time and there's always going to be one person that you look at and you think why are they so far ahead why can't I be like them why do I not have the skill set to be like them and be as successful as them and be where they are now my first point of advice will be to stop just stop take a deep breath and stop think this person and you okay you both started completely different lives you have both had completely different opportunities and you both have a completely different mind and body you are yourself a unique person and it it's very easy to get caught up in someone else's path and not progressing your own so stop comparing yourself to other people but don't stop striving to reach your goals even if somebody is being more successful than you because this duckling didn't stop so why should you and finally on my last point it links similar to ducklings however it's mother nature this came to me in the last 10 minutes of my walk I have a tendency to look up because not enough people look up when they're walking through the middle of town through a forest whatever not enough people look up everyone sees what's on their eye level and I don't know why but ever since I've been in about year 10 which for those of you that aren't in the UK it's about 
15, I want to say 15, I think it's 15, 15, 15, 16, that sort of age. Since I've been about 15, 16, I've always done it. And I'm not quite sure why, but I enjoy doing it. It gives me a different look to everybody else. Because no one looks up. And sometimes it can spark ideas. Now, linking this to Mother Nature, I was looking at trees at the time, and then as I looked down, I saw McDonald's wrappers on the floor, and lots of rubbish, and pollution. And I thought about it. I thought about pollution. I thought about the earth and what we're doing to become more sustainable and it got me thinking technically if we class mother nature as a person let's class mother nature as a person and this person has just gave us the earth to borrow so we're like, okay, we start playing with the earth. We've started building, similar to Lego bricks, if you borrow your friend's Lego bricks. We've started building houses, building mansions, skyscrapers, cars. But, now here's the big point. We are just borrowing the earth. It was here before humanity. And it will be here after humanity. How we leave it is a different question. And I never got the point of littering. Is it because you're lazy and you can't be bothered to put something in your pocket? And wait till you get to a bin. I don't know. But. Pollution in general. Especially littering. If everybody. On earth. Dropped one piece of litter a day. In five years time. It will be looking. Very similar. To those garbage bags. That you haven't took out yet. You know what I'm trying to say? It would look a mess. And because there's 7 billion people in the world, that's a lot of rubbish. And that's on one day. Now, not all people doing it do it. And I know not all people do it. But if you are a person that does this, Put it in your pocket. Wait till you get to a bin. Even if it's out of your way, go to the bin. Because did your parents ever tell you, parents or carers ever tell you, that you should leave things how you found them? I'm guessing most of you did. And I believe that this applies with Mother Nature. It's not hard to plant a tree after chopping one down. Maybe even plant two. 
because the air keeps us alive. Chopping down trees doesn't help. Neither does throwing rubbish on the floor. Appreciate everybody else's life. They don't want to see that on the floor. Animals don't want to see McDonald's on the floor. Or a plastic bottle. Or a paper cup. Leave the earth how you found it. But don't make it any worse. Make it better. It's not hard to plant a tree. It's not hard to find an alternative to throwing things on the floor. It's not hard to reuse a bottle. I think the moral of the story is we are borrowing the earth. And every time Earth, and every time Mother Nature tries to take it back by growing lots of trees, we chop it down. It's similar to borrowing a friend's toy. And every time they ask for it back, you hit them and laugh in their face. And this is the same as chop every single time that we chop down a tree. It's like hitting that person. And although you can't hit someone and then apologize and make up straight away, we can replant trees and keep it exactly how we found it. Now I know we need wood. And I know we need plastic bottles. And I know that everyone would be a crisis, would be in a crisis if they didn't get what they need for their phone, such as a plastic covering for their screen. But that doesn't mean that we should harm animals and other creatures because of this. So that's food for thought. If you like any of the points from today, please, please, please contact me on LinkedIn, Gareth Rafferty, or Twitter, at Gareth G. Rafferty. And tell me what you think about this podcast, what your thoughts are about Mother Nature, or business plan, business cards... And tell me whether you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope over the next week, if you're listening to this, you have really deep thoughts about Mother Nature and the fact that we are borrowing the earth rather than owning it. And if you see any of your friends or family members drop a piece of litter, tell them to pick it up. Or stop them from dropping it in the first place. I hope you have all enjoyed this podcast if you're listening. If nobody is listening, then that's great. But if you are listening, I hope you have enjoyed this. And I hope you all have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. I'll see you all next Sunday.
I am moving out tomorrow. It will be interesting to see how the podcast turns out after that experience of moving out of halls for the first time. Have an amazing week, and I'll speak to you all soon.